Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. Hello and welcome. Welcome to a new episode on the Inner Power Podcast. I'm so excited to be again here with you. It's a new week, a new topic and a new way to boost your confidence, to unleash your inner power, um, which I really love for you to happen. So I hope you've enjoyed the past episodes, the past weeks that we've been together, and that you've already maybe had some success moments through the things that I've been sharing with you, uh, and you hopefully been applying to your life. Today is going to be another absolute, you know, dynamite episode because it's going to target one of the three key pillars um, of really unshakable, unstoppable, um, unwavering self-esteem. Because today we're going to talk about the key to using your full potential. I mean, I know that so many of you who are listening are so sick and tired of feeling frustrated and stuck in situations or with results that don't represent the potential and um, the abilities that you feel you've got to share with this world, right? I know that you that you know <laughs> that you are meant for more. This is what keeps you going. This is what, you know, lights your fire. This is what allows you to um, push through even when things get tough. But it gets frustrating. And I know that feeling so well. It gets so frustrating when you're, when you find yourself constantly pushing and pushing and pushing, but you're never getting to the end result that you are actually aiming at or desiring for, right? And it's such a big frustration if when you see that the results that you're achieving in your life are not matching what you're feeling on the inside. When you're feeling like, damn it, I've got, you know, so much more to give. If, um, And thinking maybe like if I was in a different job, if I was in a different situation, if somebody would finally allow me to, you know, to step up, I could finally show what's inside of me, the power that is inside of me, the the talent that is inside of me, the creativity, right? And um, so today I really want to talk to you about what the key is to help you start to make that happen. Um, Because in the end, um, it's going to be all about your emotions. Um, How to elevate your emotional baseline. That's what I call it, emotional baseline. Um, And how to actually develop more self, 
or more control around your emotional um, states and being. Um, I love a quote by George Orwell, you know, where he says, the energy that actually shapes the world springs from emotions. I mean, just think about it. Everything that you do, um, you either do it or you don't do it because you feel a certain way, right? You go and attack like a warrior um, when you really feel like that passion, when you really feel that conviction that this matters, um, when you maybe feel that love for other people or that this is just, um, you know, going to make an impact. While when you're feeling like, you know, oh my God, um, I don't know if I have it. I don't know if somebody will even notice that I'm doing this. When you feel not supported, when you feel like it's it's just you, nobody really cares, nobody's engaged, or maybe you feel, you know, even when you feel like just tired and, and maybe sick, um, you, 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 you see and you, you notice like this completely different energy that comes with those different emotional states, right? And while the positive ones, they will push you forward, the other ones are going to pull you back and keep you like, keep you from taking action. Um, they will maintain you in a certain place, um, trying to, um, shift your focus on staying maybe comfortable, on staying safe, on um, not standing out too much, etc, etc. So it's really the emotions that are so important when it comes to the topic of um, how am I going to be able to really unleash my full potential, right? So this is what I want to talk to you about today. Um, for those of you who have not tuned in to um, episode number one, I really highly recommend you to check out that episode maybe first because there I lay the foundation for um, what inner power actually is and what the three key pillars are to, um, let's say, unshakable self-esteem. Um because emotions are one pillar, but I think it's important to understand, like, how do all of those things, you know, play together first, um, and then dive deeper into each of those things one by one. Um, so just go have a look or listen, rather said, um, to episode one, uh, where I talk about the three key pillars uh, in total. But for those of you who've already heard it, maybe, and who just want to uh, know, like, how do I manage my emotions? You know, how do I finally get to not just, you know, feel that I've got more to give, but actually make it happen, right? I mean, emotions are not just, let's say, the thing that I mentioned that is pushing or pulling us, but in the end, everything that we do, just think about it. Like, why do you want to actually um, unleash your full potential, right? Why Why do you want to do that? Why is uh, being where you are today not good enough in that sense or frustrating you, right? The answer is 
everything that we do, you know, it just comes down to this one thing and it's namely the way we want to feel. So again, emotions are not just our, let's say, um, fuel or, uh, energy to keep us moving or holding us back, but it's actually also our motivator. Um, if we don't want, um, if we want to unleash our full potential, you know, it's like I mentioned, because you know that you can create a bigger impact because you want to feel accomplished. You want to feel like you actually maybe did something meaningful while being on this, on this planet, right? Um, or maybe you just want to feel, um, love, um, by giving and contributing to other people, whatever it is. But in the end, it all comes down to emotions, right? And I think it's a good start always to think about, you know, when it comes to emotions, for example, how is it that you want to feel? What is your biggest desire when it comes to your emotional life? Like, what is it that you want to experience? Why do you want to unleash your full potential, right? Where do you want to get um, to because you're doing that? Just take a moment and just re- like ask yourself. Close your eyes maybe and just ask like, what's my biggest desire when it comes to my emotional life? What do I want? All right, because when you get clear on your driver and where you actually want to go to, you can take much more precise action. You can be more effective in it and it can save you a lot of, you know, detours on the way there. But before we go deeper into or before I go deeper into really helping you understand, um, in more detail, like what those, you know, what the difference between the different emotional states are, what impact, what power they actually have over us, how they can help us, how they can maybe hold us back, what's actually going on in there, right? Um, I want to uh, take a moment to have a look at this word or this concept of, you know, our potential first. Because when when we talk about potential, I think it's important to understand that our potential actually comes down to three things. Um, and I think sometimes it's it's really helpful because we all feel that there is something inside of us, right? You can feel it. Um, but so often, at least for, for me, <laughs> it's very difficult to actually like put a name on what, what it is that I actually feel, right? Because there's three things or many things that are coming together, but it's three basic clusters that actually make up our potential, right? And I want you to understand that first. What, what is your potential actually? So the first thing that I think would probably also come to your mind when you think about what is my potential actually, um, are our talents. It's, um, you know, our talents are, let's say, biologically or our genetic blueprint. It's naturally given to us. It's maybe a certain physical height that we have that makes us great to play basketball. Um, maybe it's a different, um, a different, a certain voice that we have that, you know, allows us to sing really well. <clears throat> Not the case in my case. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, it's those kind of, um, biological things that we're just gifted with. Um, everybody has different ones and it's not something that can be, let's say, really developed in that sense because it's, it's like genetic. Um, the second thing that makes up your potential is what I would cluster under the, the label of information. It's, let's say, the, the, the mass of knowledge that we've acquired throughout our lives, whether that was <clears throat> through school, through university, um, maybe through seminars that you've uh, visited, books you've read, whatever it was. So it's the knowledge, it's certain skills that you've developed. <clears throat> Maybe you've become a really great photographer, you know, or um, or a drum player or soccer player, whatever it is. Maybe you have fantastic marketing skills or sales skills, you know. All those things fall into this cluster of information. It's things that just information, data and skills that you have acquired, right? And I would say like <clears throat> those two categories, the talents and the information, um, they're both fairly mechanical. Um, we just learn them and, and maybe possess them naturally and we just execute them. But um, let's say they don't necessarily make up your unique... Um, your unique pattern or unique um, mix of your potential. There's the third component, which is what, from my point of view, gives you that kind of, you know, uniqueness factor um, that really makes up you, who you are, and what you can contribute to this world, right? And that third part, from my point of view, is our inner motivation and our drive. And what I mean by that is, I mean, we all have this innate urge to grow, to achieve, to excel. I mean, we are just a living, another living creature on this planet. And, you know, whether you, you just look outside, you know, whether you look at the animals, trees, pl other plants, any living uh, organism on this planet has the innate urge to grow and to achieve and excel in their own ways, to develop. That just comes natural. And the second component of that inner motivation and drive is we also not only have this urge to grow, but we also have this urge to become the person that you're capable of being. Um, for me, this is what I call like your soul potential. This is what really characterizes what you care about, your interests, um, the story that you've been through, um, the message or the, you know, the results that you want to see in this world, it's going to be completely different for you with a totally different, you know, motivation backing that up than it will be for me, for your neighbor, for your friends. This is something like I truly believe we're coming into this world as this soul being. Um, we're, our soul is being put in a human body. And so our soul is having this human experience. But, you know, I feel or I truly believe that our souls have 
very unique and individual purposes here. And this is where I see like, this is why I say like, this is the soul potential because every soul has a different kind of um, mission to fulfill, you know, a different kind of um, life to experience and to manifest while being on this planet. And so your potential, your particular potential Um, And this is why you probably feel so frustrated. I felt so frustrated in my um, uh, last corporate job for such a long time because to me what matters is that I want to make an impact in other people's lives. I want to contribute to this planet in a certain way that makes it better. And to me, what is really important is what I'm currently doing is to help... um, anybody who I can um, to feel, to reconnect to their inner power because I see so much potential in each and every one of us. I want everybody to get rid of their, you know, doubts, of their fears, all of those stories that have been made up our mind and that are holding us back. I want each and every person to live out their soul potential. What they've been gifted with, what they've been sent here for, right? To live that out. Um, And I truly want you to become that person that you're capable of being Um, and to create that impact that you want to see in the world. Whether for you, maybe that has to do with, I don't know, maybe, you know, some engineering related things. Maybe you want to create some some great impact when it comes to technology or biology or, you know, um, a social thing like, like I am doing uh, with coaching in, in this podcast. Um, whatever it is, I just want you to know that first of all, this is unique to you and this is what's going to be your main driver. And the the talents that you've, you know, um, received from biologically or naturally, um, all the information that you've acquired through skills and um, other type of knowledge, this will help you to then bring that inner motivation and drive your soul soul purpose and your soul potential to life, okay? And... um, Like I mentioned in the beginning, the key that will help you to do that are your emotions. Because the thing is, um, emotions are energy, okay? And emotions are just basically the releasing or the breaking mechanism for us when it comes to following through and taking action or holding us back, like I mentioned in the beginning a little bit. Um, It will either help you to really get your car accelerated and drive at full speed, um, or it it will make everything, it will do everything to help you actually stay on your brakes the whole time and not move even one inch. And, um basically just stay stuck where you are, right? And just in a bit, we're going to dive deeper and understand like what type of emotions are actually making that happen. But just understand. So for me, like 
I would say like the best analogy that you can probably imagine is just imagine that you're like a car. (laughs) You are a car, okay? And or your car is your potential. What happens to a car? A car needs fuel, right, to move. It needs gas. Otherwise, nothing is happening or electricity for those of you who are already like maybe driving electric cars. It doesn't matter, but it needs a source of fuel. And the fuel is the emotions. The emotions kind of um, define how much fuel gets into our tank or how much fuel is actually uh, leaking out of our tank on the one hand. And then emotions are also basically our gas paddle or our braking paddle. So either they help us to accelerate the car if there's enough gas in it or they um, sabotage us (laughs) by hitting the gas pedal and basically taking fuel out from the car, okay? Um, So when we are like, let's say on an emotional roller coaster all the time, when we're feeling like, Um, super confident the one moment and then the next day we feel miserable we start doubting everything about ourselves about the world um, starting to like fall into this um, vicious downward cycle we're basically like constantly pushing our gas and brake pedal at the same time Um, or like we're hitting the gas pedal a little bit but then we're stopping like really forcefully um, by hitting the brakes uh, which even make us go backwards, right? So we they even can get our car into reverse um, and driving it backwards. Um, or we, you know, or we feel like, <laughs> when we feel like that high energy state in one, maybe one week, let's say, our energy tank, our fuel tank gets uh, fueled up but then when, when we um, shift into self-doubt and fear and, oh my God, how will I make this happen? I don't know if I have what it takes, but my family is not supportive of this. My partner is criticizing me all the time for doing that, etc., etc., etc. Our tank gets empty, right? And so even though we maybe even have a little bit left in our tank if our gas is on the on a brake pedal our car will not be moving your your potential will not be moving forward um it's not going to be lived out and so the positive emotions that work basically like an accelerator to your car named your potential are you know emotions such as love such as joy such as enlightenment gratitude empathy What you may not be aware of is that emotions are nothing else than literal energy. It is measurable. Like you can literally measure the charge of, for example, love, joy, enlightenment, gratitude. When we're in those states, we are actually charging our body with actual, with actual energy. Um, There is a, a scale called the Hawkins scale that represents what let's say electrical charge is related to which energy uh, which emotion <laughs> and what you will find there is that for example enlightenment peace joy love gratitude are some of the top 
energies. And when you engage, I mean, when you really feel like true love, when you feel truly feel like, you know, joy in that moment, you naturally feel more energized, don't you? And this is why those energies, when we engage in them, when we practice them regularly, when we make them a firm part of our life routine, you will notice that you will have much more energy for all the tasks that are ahead of you on that day. You show up with a completely different um, attitude. You will notice that when it comes to, you know, situations where usually you would be maybe inclined to be fearful or worry worrisome, um, when you're in a state of gratitude, your whole perception changes. And the thing is, our mind cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. So it can't be fearful and grat- grateful at the same time. When you're grateful, you take different decisions than when you're fearful. And so by you incorporating those positive emotions, like I mentioned, love, joy, gratitude, empathy, when you incorporate them into your daily life, you know, and you make it a focus for your mind, then you will automatically start to act more according to your soul's potential, to what you want to see out there in the world, to what you care about. You will not take decisions from a place of fear because there is no no room for fear in that moment, right? And it will allow you to take those decisions with a completely different energy. In the end, it it really is like that the law of attraction, whatever energy you're putting out there, you're going to attract back to you. And so when you act on your desires, on your dreams, on maybe the next um, big important decision in your uh, career, business, family life, etc., um, you will do it, the the action itself will feel much lighter, right? Because it's somewhat in alignment. It is uh, backed up with this um, load of positive emotions and positive energy. Um, And it will also attract completely different results. Where on the other side, when we're looking at, you know, what are the braking mechanisms to our car? It's usually those emotions where we feel shameful, where we feel so much guilt, when we feel jealous, when we feel grief or anger. Um, For example, every time that, um, every time there was a phase uh, where I was, I was kind of starting to recognize in the past five years that every time that I had something, you know, actually great happen to me, or I had a great idea on on, um, yeah, my, my dreams and desires of what I wanted to do, you know, um, for example, there was a time I wanted to do a sabbatical and, um, I felt great about it when I was to myself, I felt great about it. I was ready to take that action. Right. Um, but then I spoke to my family and they were all like, why are you doing this? Um, you know, it was like literally, um, it seemed like the worst decision, like I would ruin my life with that one year sabbatical to them. And in the end, I noticed that there were so many moments when, you know, I wanted to do something that I really cared about and that was important to me. Um, When I shared it with the people that I wanted to get the support from, um, in the end, I felt guilty and 
especially guilty, but then also like um, a little bit ashamed about, you know, kind of having this crazy idea in air quotes, crazy, <laughs> right? Um, but I felt guilty. And every time I felt guilty about something that I wanted for myself, I would not do it. I would literally, my car would literally stop. Um, I would uh, feel really drained by being in this in the state of guilt. Um, I would start to kind of question myself. I would start to, um, my mind would start to to find all the reasons why maybe this is not such a good idea um, in the end. But the most important thing is I felt this urge to do something to follow my calling. And because I got hooked up in this negative emotion, I stopped. I stopped completely. I didn't take any action. Whereas when I felt like... um like this, this kind of calling inside of me that, hey, yeah, this is something I really care about and I want to see that happen. Um, and sometimes it was so big and I was like in a completely different state because my focus was, for example, on, let's say, you guys and what I can maybe uh, contribute through the podcast. I would feel... I would feel so much passion. I would feel so much connection. I would feel so much... Um, freedom and um, energy that even though people would tell me like what the heck are you doing you know I would not care I would just follow through and so it is very important for us to become aware of the emotions that we are living on a on a daily basis and especially in those situations where it's always about you know okay it's about taking a decision it's about taking action like what emotions are, are are popping up for you in those moments? Are they rather negative? Are they rather like breaking and slowing you down? Or are those accelerators? Are they actually helping you to, to speed up your car, to take that action? Are they making you feel that you've got all this gas or fuel in your tank and you're ready to just go? Because when you get to that level of awareness, um, of actually being able to realize, okay, what am I currently feeling? What's the emotion that is popping up for me? Um, is it positive? Is it negative? Then you can, you know, take a countermeasure when you notice that it's maybe negative. Um, because when you when you get to that point of awareness, you know, you can steer your car. You can choose to say, I choose not to get indulged in this feeling of shame, of not being good enough, or of feeling guilty. There is no reason why I should be feeling ashamed, and there is no reason why I should be feeling guilty about doing something that I want. And once you become aware of it, you know, you can then um, counteract this emotion with um, certain practices that I'm going to share with you in a bit, like gratitude practice or just deciding to do maybe a little meditation to find out 
what is this emotion actually about? Because another thing that you need to realize is that all of our emotions are just messengers. They all just try to tell us something. And while negative emotions um, basically just trigger our survival instinct, and when you go back to episode two, where I talk about the true reason um, of our self-doubt, um, I, I cover there what is actually causing us to have that self-doubt in the first place. And so all those negative emotions are just trying to, you know, protect you in a certain way. They're trying to give you a message around um, something that needs to be resolved from maybe past experiences or limiting beliefs that you're having. Um, and when you when you are able to develop that emotional awareness, you can develop emotional control. And then you can say, I choose not to indulge in that emotion. I choose to be grateful for where it is that I am right now, for this opportunity that I'm having. You can start whatever, sending love to people who um, might be you know make or might be questioning you or making you doubt yourself etc um you can start whatever dancing you can go um out for a run or or do sports or whatever um is helpful for you to change your emotional state right to get you back into that state where you feel like your tank is full, your cup is full, you actually have a lot of gas that you're able to burn. And at the same time, you have an emotion that is allowing you to hit the gas pedal and take action because the pull or the push is so much bigger than um, that negative emotion that we were focusing on before. Um, And one thing that can really help you is to really start practicing to trust your body and tune in with your body because the thing is like we like the the emotions that we're going to experience right once you start paying attention you will see that they are repetitive we're not just experiencing uh guilt for the first time after 25 years all of the sudden no for like it's a pattern it has been a pattern of mine for like 30 years Um, because this was kind of like my conditioning of like, um, either you do this or else, you know, (laughs) so every time I would feel like, or else there will be a consequence, my guilt would kicking, would kick in. And then I would do what, for example, maybe my mom wanted for me or some other person wanted to me. So there's just like, just like we're experiencing the same, let's say, I don't know what the number is at the moment, but let's say every day, like we're experiencing the same amount of thoughts that are just repetitive in our head. It's the same for our emotions. We have like an emotional home that we always come back to. You have like, you fall into this like um, pattern of shame. You fall into this pattern of guilt. You fall into this pattern of anger or sadness when you try to protect yourself or when your mind tries to protect yourself. And the thing is, those emotions, they always show up in the same place in our body. So for example, um, everything that is 
um, related to, let's say, for example, um, uh, sexual pain, trauma from molestation, um, or sexual um, deprivation, you can all feel it in your base chakra, basically, in the like in the pelvic area, right? Um, emotions such as guilt, shame, pain, unworthiness, lack, and victimization, you will always feel them in the, in your stomach. So for example, for me, when I was a teenager, I had so many problems with my stomach. I always felt like my stomach is super sensitive, that there was something wrong with, you know, I don't know, um, with my ability to eat certain foods or something like that. That Like there were moments where literally I already knew like if this is going to happen, my stomach is going to go crazy. But what I didn't notice back then is all of those moments were always situations where I felt so much pressure and so much, you know, shame in a sense of I'm not good enough. I'm not going to get the good grade before, you know, before, um, before or after, um, tests or something like that, exams, my stomach would go crazy. And it was just because I did not believe in myself enough. I put so much pressure on myself. But so those type of emotions you feel, you will feel in your stomach. And then um, other emotions such as like, you know, when you, when you really feel like you want to control things, um, when you're getting impatient, when you're in this super competitive mode, when you want to win and it's not like, let's say that this positive side of like, yes, I'm a winner, but really like when you get frustrated because you're competing with somebody and things just don't turn out, um, but you feel like I have to win when your ego is popping up or those kind of things, those you will feel more like in your um, solar plexus, for example, a little bit further up. So um, your body, when you pay attention to your body in those moments of, let's say, maybe doubt, guilt, shame, when you want to do something for yourself, when you want to speak up somewhere, start paying attention to your body and then start to localize like the emotion. Um, Because like I said, every emotion has a particular kind of place where it is showing up in our body physically like and that will allow you to then um, after you're starting to raise that awareness, then you will be able to start taking counter measures, right? You will be able to start shifting your emotions after you're understanding what that emotion is, why it's maybe showing up for you. Um, you can start then choosing a different emotion, a more empowering emotion, one that will help your car, your potential to really take off and take, you know, physical, um, physical shape, right? So I want to share um, five really, let's say, easy ways on how you can then actually shift your emotion. So one step, like the first, the first thing that, like I mentioned, is really to become conscious. It's to learn how to locate and um, how to locate the emotion in your body, acknowledge it and really just feel the emotion. You have to start understanding 
or develop a certain sensitivity for what is that emotion actually? Is it actually shame? Is it that I'm not feeling good enough? Is it guilt? Is it fear? Is it anger? Is it that I'm feeling uh, disappointed? What is that emotion that I'm actually feeling, okay? Um, to really start understanding where that is then coming from. Um, second, start by asking more empowering questions. Um, if you ask yourself poor questions, you will always get poor answers, right? If you ask yourself, why am I not able to do this? Well, your mind will, <laughs> will give you a long list of things of why you're not able to do that because it will tell you, yeah, you don't have, uh, you don't have the necessary skills yet. You know, your manager doesn't support you. Oh, your parents don't don't care. They don't love you. Um, you've always been a you know a brat. Um, whatever, whatever, whatever. However, if you ask yourself, okay, I've got this dream. It may it, it might sound crazy, but how can I make this happen? What resources do I currently have that are able to help me achieve this, right? Then you're steering your mind in a completely different uh, direction. You're steering your mind forward, not backwards. Um, when you ask yourself, maybe, you know, uh, maybe, maybe when, you're, when you're looking, let's say you're looking for a new job or something like that, instead of asking like, Oh my God, what do I not fulfill, right, um, on the requirements list? Uh, but you rather ask yourself, okay, where can I deliver even more value than they are looking for? You're going to come up with very different answers. You're going to come up with very different emotions, right? It's always just basically this question of, do you want to choose to feel powerful or powerless? What's it going to be? Are you choosing to get indulged in powerless emotions? Okay, ask this empowering questions. Do you want to indulge in empowering um, or powerful emotions? Start those. Start asking those kind of questions. In any case, whatever you take away with you today, I want you to take away this one thing. You are always in control of choosing your own reality. You have the power to choose whether you want to show up powerfully or if you want to show up powerless. It's all up to you. You choose. Nobody else has that power over you. Nobody can make that decision for you. Nobody, they can try to impose certain emotions onto you, but it will always be your your responsibility will be in your power, whether you take on those emotions that others want to impose on you and make them your own, or if you say, no, 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 no. You might be afraid of what's going to happen for me. That's your fear. Keep that to yourself. I'm staying right here in my power mode, in my power state, where I know that I've got those and those resources. I can make that happen. I know that if I take step A, B, C, D, EFG, whatever, I will get there. And it's just a matter of time, but I'm not choosing to um, get swayed away by your emotions or get enmashed into your emotions. Okay. So number three 
is really shift your focus. Asking the the type of questions, empowering or disempowering questions is one way to shift your focus. But um, like I said, um, you always have the choice to focus on the negative or on the positive. In every situation, there's always both. Like there is this duality in our world for everything. Um, There's always like two sides. It's like this yin and yang. It's positive and negative. It's masculine and feminine. And even if we're not able to maybe see it right that moment when things happen, you've got the power to decide what you're going to focus on. Um, Are you going to focus on how maybe a, a challenge or a situation that you're currently suffering through is helping you to become stronger what you what you can learn from it or do you want to focus on how this is such a terrible thing to you in your life and in what way it is making you suffer be a victim or whatever it is or do you want to focus on what you can actually draw from this so that it won't happen in the future again you know it's like just with with the whole covid pandemic Many people are stuck at home. Okay, do you want to make this, do you want to focus on how you're not able to go out? How you're not able to maybe see certain people? Or do you want to make this story about or or shift your focus on how now you're actually having um, all this time with maybe your partner or your kids at home or maybe to yourself, you know, to practice things like maybe meditation or yoga or whatever it is that you always wanted to do. Um, it's always your free will, you know, you choose. The number four, um, or the, the fourth thing that can really help you to shift your emotions um, is to change your environment. Uh, many times for me, when I get, like, I literally feel it. When I start to get, like, easily agitated easily aggravated really like I feel this kind of stress monster (laughs) coming coming out or building up inside of me where like just the tiniest things will kick off this um anger monster (laughs) inside of me I know okay it is time for me to go out I need a break I need a break from my kid I need a break from my partner I need a break from this apartment I need a break and just go out into nature Usually nature is a really great place um, to go to, spend time in, to really recharge your battery and to just release negativity. Because um, nature is actually really the place of, let's say, of our soul. Um, I don't want to go <laughs> like super deep on this t- today, but literally like when you are able to go out into nature and reestablish that connection just sit on a bench literally just go out for maybe 10 minutes just sit on a bench and just observe the trees the leaves maybe animals you know what is going on um i promise you that you will automatically feel better Um, The same applies for, you know, when we talk about changing environment is like pay attention to the type of people you you spend your time with. 
there's oftentimes so many friendships that we maintain with people that are actually robbing us um, our energy more than they're contributing to our energy tank to fill up our, our cup, right? Um, there's those people who constantly have to have something to criticize, to nag about, to um, whatever, blame others for, to gossip about, etc., etc. When you realize that you have those type of friends, literally, um, my advice is to get rid of those friends because they literally do you a disservice. They do a disservice to your emotional um, household, <laughs> to your emotional level, to your energy level. Um, they distract, like they shift your focus to the negative. They make you ask disempowering questions. Um, they rather probably um, get you to ignore um, you know, yourself and what we talked about um, when it comes to becoming conscious about what is going on. Uh, they probably will rather get you to, you know, blame other other factors, other people for what is going on. It's like this victim mentality. This is not something that you want to engage in. So really pay attention because it's for a reason that there is the saying that we are the average of the five people we most hang out with. So if those people in your case are rather critical, negative, etc., look for new friends. <laughs> it's easy as that. So go out, maybe for you, it's, you know, literally also just uh, going to the gym, seeing friends, just shift and change your environment to, um, to a place where you feel like, okay, this is something that is actually helping me to um, calm down to re-energize, to feel grounded again, all right? And then the last point, number five, how um, of the things that will help you to shift your emotions is change your physiology. Um, it's literally like the state that we're in physically um, affects our emotional state. So especially for women, you know, when you... When you start to dance to your favorite song or you put on your favorite song and you start to maybe, you know, start singing with it, you start to kind of just move a little bit. But if you would give your give yourself permission to literally just dance away for one song, just shake that booty and just release everything, you will feel so much better. Um, you will feel completely you will feel a completely different energy. So actually one thing that I've learned at a uh, Tony Robbins event this year uh, was, you know, when you're, when you're getting into fear mode or into doubt mode, just shake your ass. Just get up and shake your ass. <laughs> turn, turn, like put on some music and just shake your booty. And all of that, you know, all of that fear will resolve once you start doing that. And it's true, right? It's true. Just try it out. Um, other things that you can do, like I said, changing your physiology is also like maybe do some yoga, go for a run, do whatever it is that you usually do. Maybe it's baking for you, whatever it is, um, just change your physical posture. Um, 
and just notice how that affects your emotions. So with those five things, you know, I think you're really set off uh, for um, nice and easy practices on how to shift your emotions. Um, and then I want to share an extra bonus one because one thing is to shift your emotions. The other thing is to elevate your emotions. So maybe if we found ourselves in a, in a negative state, um, we don't just want to change it to something better, but we really want to lift it up as much as possible. And like I mentioned, um, early on gratitude is a really powerful emotion. It's one of the the top emotions. It has like the the highest energy attached to it. So if you again check out or you Google the Hawkins scale, you will find those emotions that are let's say helping you to expand, or um, the emotions that are keeping you um, contracted. <laughs> there we go. Um, but gratitude is definitely one emotion that will really help you to expand and to elevate your emotional, um, let's say, baseline in that moment. So, you know, just try to make a gratitude practice a daily routine in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed. And just think about, you know, what are you grateful for today? What has happened that made you feel grateful for? And, you know, start with simple things like, Maybe you had, you know, you finally had time to just enjoy your coffee in the morning or you were able to watch your favorite show today. Maybe some some stranger, I don't know, smiled at you in the park or somebody helped you in the supermarket. I have no idea. Maybe you were just able to make a, like a nice surprise to to a friend of yours or, you know, you got a nice message from... Uh, from somebody you haven't spoken to in a long time. There are so many things that we can be grateful for and that we're not really, you know, we're not giving so much credit to them. We're just like ticking them off and like off to the next thing, right? But really make it a practice in the morning or in the after or in the, at night before you go to bed to practice that gratitude or when you're especially in a moment of like doubt practice gratitude right remember what you're grateful for remember the people that you love remember who loves you back um or just think about you know what brings me actually joy what makes me laugh um practicing those things will really help you remain in a higher energy state in a higher emotional state and so with that, you know, you will make sure that your car is always filled up, that your tank is always full. And then it's just a matter of finding the right um, emotion to really help you hit that gas pedal and get your car, get your potential out there on the street in the direction that you want, right? So I hope that you found this really helpful today. I really hope that you will be able to uh, use everything that we've covered today uh, in your favor to really unleash your, your full potential, to follow through with your heart's or soul's calling, um, to really take action um, 
and take those courageous steps and overall create um, an emotional life for yourself that makes you feel energized and not drained and that makes you want to take action um, and doesn't keep you stuck um, in this, you know, frustration, um, maybe disappointment or, or whatever it is that you've been feeling lately for not being able to um, show up as your f- truest and fullest self, okay? As always, let me know how you, you know, how you found that episode, if there was something that you've learned or loved uh, that you want to hear more about. Um, let me know on social media, on Instagram, at the Olga Mueller, um, on Facebook, or just send me a mail an email, an old-fashioned email to olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com. And always feel free to, you know, let other people know about the podcast and how it can help them if you know somebody who could really, um, yeah, be helped through everything that we're talking about here. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful. And uh, yeah, see you next week. You liked what you heard on this episode, but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on algamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.